So last week, we talked about growth and how it's God and only God who brings about growth, but also about how we all have a part to play in the process. Well, this week, we're going to talk about another aspect of growth, an aspect that we generally don't like too much, the aspect of growth called pruning. We don't like pruning very much, but we're going to talk about it because it's important. And pruning is defined as to trim, as in a tree or a shrub or a bush, but it applies to us as well, by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. See, pruning isn't easy but it's necessary in order for healthy growth to occur. To frame our time today, I'm going to be drawing from Jesus' words in John chapter 15, where he says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. See, two things are communicated in the first verse of chapter 15. The first is Jesus makes it clear that he is divine. He wants the listener to understand that there is no life, no life apart from him. Just as all of the nutrients needed for a plant to grow travel from the roots up to through the limbs and the trunk and the stem so to make it grow, so we all need for life to be at its fullest. We have to be connected to Jesus. All that growth comes by and through Him. Second, the one who's responsible for cultivating the growth in our lives is God. There's no other being who is more qualified to oversee the growth process than the one who's the author of life in the first place. God is the divine gardener, and he's an expert at facilitating growth. 
See, these two things are incredibly important to keep in mind as we talk about the pruning process. See, it's crucial to remember who is behind it all and that God, the divine gardener, has a bigger picture in mind. Romans 8.28 says, We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. So think back to that definition of pruning. To trim by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. One of the main jobs of a gardener is to remove dead, fruitless, and broken limbs from a plant. Often, a plant is hindered by a dead portion of its branches because that dead portion gets in the way of growth. Sometimes a plant will waste energy and nutrients to help branches that aren't producing any fruit. In our lives, we often have similar areas that become hindrances to us. It may be that sin needs to be removed from your life. It may be that discipline in our lives is there's something there that we need to accept. It may even be something good in our lives, but it's distracting us from something even better. See, the gardener will prune these things that we might have a better opportunity to grow. And if an earthly gardener is interested in fruitfulness and healthy growth, just imagine. Imagine how much more the divine gardener is interested in the exact same thing, in fruitfulness and growth. See, the pruning that God does in our lives, it's not because He's angry with us. It's not because He wants to punish us. It's the exact opposite. According to Hebrews, there is a race that's been marked out for each and every one of us that results in a heavenly prize. In order to run this race, we have to remove those things that will disqualify us or hinder us or slow us down from reaching that finish line. Hebrews 12 says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. It's not easy. And it's not comfortable. But in the end, the things that are removed aren't healthy. 
They're not healthy for us. And we find something more from life that we could have never found without the pruning. If I'm honest with you, I, I'm a numbers guy. It's the way my brain works. So I, I keep track of attendance. I've done it since we started this church. Every week I know how many people have been here. And for over a year now, I've been a t keeping track of how many people have been online too. I'm a numbers guy. It's, I can't help myself. Thank you. But, you know, I see where we're at attendance-wise since the pandemic started. I could be disappointed. I could feel sad for how we're doing. But you know what? I, I'm also a podcast junkie, and I listen to all kinds of leadership podcasts, and this isn't anything unusual. Churches are having 30 to 40% of pre-COVID numbers attending. And people talk about, is this pandemic, is it an interruption or is it a disruption? Let me tell you the difference. An interruption, think we just hit the pause button and eventually we're going to hit play and it's going to be just like it used to be. Or is it a disruption? Things aren't going to be back the way they used to. They're never going to be back that way. And for those who say it's just an interruption, they'll get back there. They're living in a fantasy land. So I can talk about, oh, the numbers, what they used to be. But you know what? The, the opportunity that this has given us, it's amazing. Because as a numbers person, I can look and see a year ago what our in-person and our online attendance was. And I can look at now what our in-person and online attendance is. And we are reaching more people now than we were a year ago. And it's not because this room is full. It's because there are people that we have no idea who they are that are watching online right now. And I want to take a little bit of time and talk directly to those of you watching online for a second. You have an opportunity. You, you can create a watch party. You can invite people. It's a whole lot easier to invite somebody online than it is to come in person. What's the worst they're going to do, unfriend you? I mean, it's easy to invite people. You know, right now, there are hundreds of micro-churches all around our area. Wherever you're watching online, you are a church. It's a micro-church. We, we, you know, most people know about multi-site churches. Not many people know about micro-churches. We are now in a world of micro-churches. Wherever you're watching, you're a church. We're a priesthood of all believers. So when you start a watch party, you invite somebody to watch with you. When you see somebody log in and it, it gives you a notice, somebody has started watching the live stream. If that's somebody you know who isn't normally a member here, chat and say, Welcome. Interact with people. Engage with people. See, I could be sad and say the pruning is a dwindling of numbers. No. The pruning 
is helping us to grow, to reach people we would never reach in this building. A Christian is someone whose strength comes from living in connection with Jesus. Galatians 5, and 23 talks about the nine fruits or products of the Spirit that should be part of a Christian's life. It says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Think about these fruits listed in this passage. These are areas that most believers, they have a desire to grow in. The only way these fruits are able to grow day to day in our lives is for us to remain connected to Jesus through full surrender and unwavering faithfulness. So as we remain connected, the divine gardener prunes away the unhealthy, and the fruitless parts of our lives. Remain in Him through adversity, through trials and hardships. Remain connected to the vine and remember that apart from Him, you can do nothing. See, spiritual growth does not and cannot happen by accident. The Christian life is a process that we enter into when the seed of the gospel has been planted within us and we open up our lives to God. To grow in faith takes intentional effort, a fierce determination, and an unquenchable grace from God. It's true that God loves us just as we are. But it's equally true that he doesn't want us to stay here either. So what are some specific areas in your life that could use a little pruning to allow for healthy growth to happen? What are some areas that maybe need to be completely chopped off for the sake of future growth? Are there any areas in your past that you now recognize God pruned away in order for healthy new growth to occur? Trust that God knows what he's doing. And even though the process of pruning is painful, it will also be fruitful in the hands of the divine garden there's an area in your life today that needs to be pruned away. There's an area that you need to surrender. Will you stand as they're about to sing and as you say, God, have your way with me. Heavenly Father, our deepest desire is to grow in our relationship with you. Search 
our hearts, know our minds, and remove the things that cause us harm. May your work in us cause us to be faithful followers of you. May our roots grow deep into the love and give us a solid foundation. Jesus, help us to surrender and have your way with us. In Jesus' name, amen.